the Kingdom Summit Conference and Symposium hosted by Dr. Dana Carson is a time to hear from world-renowned scholars on the Kingdom of God and its relevance today. If you are someone who desires to be used by God, the Kingdom Summit Conference and Symposium is for you. Join us from November 2nd through the 6th and uncover deep insights about the Kingdom of God. Register today at drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org. Coming up next on The Kingdom Voice. See, when you give and you sow and you sacrifice, your voice still speaks. Abel is recognized in the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter and the 4th verse. And it says his voice still speaks. Why? Because of his sacrifice. The following message by Apostle Dr. Dana Carson is made possible by DCKM Partners, assisting people to know God, making him known to others, and spreading the kingdom message around the world. Check out our website, drdanacarson.org, where you can hear much more from The Kingdom Voice. In this gospel of the kingdom shall be spread across the world as a witness, I'm a witness. Would you go be a witness? In this gospel of the kingdom shall be spread. Much of our loneliness derives from the cultural expectation that we are ruggedly individual. This mindset promotes an I don't need you attitude, and unfortunately, many people are attempting to navigate through life alone. But did God intend for us to live our lives in isolation, disconnected from others? Discover the consequences of isolation and the benefits of community in today's message, Where Is Your Brother? Coming from Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. Parents, if you live in a faulty way and you do not keep me first and you have other gods, because this is uh, referring to idolatry, where you're whoring after other gods, lifting up something else and making it more important in your life than God. God says, for your misfocus, your children for three to four generations will suffer because of your choices. Then he says, he says that, and like the second commandment or first one, and then he says in the fifth commandment, Honor your fathers and your mothers that your days may be long. Five commandments, the first five on the first tablet, have to do with intergenerational impartations. Deuteronomy 21 and 18 through 21. It's on the screens and it reads like this. If a man has a stubborn, rebellious son who will not obey what his father or mother says, and even after they've disciplined him, he still refuses to pay attention to them, then his father and mother are to take hold of him and bring him out to the leaders of the town and at the gate of that place and say to the leaders of, of, of his town, this son of ours is stubborn 
and rebellious. He doesn't pay attention to us. Lives wildly, gets drunk. Then all the men of his town are to stone him to death. In this way you will put an end to such wickedness among you and all of Israel will hear about it and be afraid. That's how important our children are. But we don't understand that because we're too busy perpetuating the self. It is clear that our vertical relationships impact our horizontal relationships. Thus, we must not just simply love God, Jesus says, but we have to, we have to love our neighbor as ourselves. This can't be the privatization of Christianity, where religion is a, is, a, is a private thing. Where did you get that from? The Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible said, you're the salt of the earth, the light of the world. Let your light so shine. Go, go share this with everybody you meet. When we lose love for our brother, then we cease to care about his or her soul. See, because we come to church, we come to church so that we can get the maximized version of our profitable, productive self. So we want somebody to be a life coach in the name of Jesus and help us be the best version of ourselves for ourselves. I don't want to be what God wants me to be. I want God to be what I need him to be. I wanted a motivational speak today, speech today, preacher. You're not very motivating. So I know some of you are probably asking the question, well, who is my brother? Well, that answer requires categorization so your brother is he that does the will of your father by accepting the son your brother is he that shares your parental DNA your brother is the one that you've agreed to uh, the covenant of friendship and relationship your brother is all fellow human beings, regardless of their color, creed, religious, religion, and political affiliation. It is the realization of this universal brotherhood that allows us to seek the evangelization of the world because all of our brothers matter. Not just black people, not just white people. When, you know, you can't, you can't talk about the kingdom of God in terms of ethnicity. You can't talk about the kingdom in terms of simply the black community. White people are my brothers, even if they don't know it. Russians are my brothers, even if they don't know it. There is not a human being that I should not feel 
that God loves and wants to save. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. Not a, not a community, not an ethnic group, not a certain people. He loved everybody. The problem is, I'm going to throw this one in here. When it comes to minority churches, uh, specifically black-led churches, our esteem is so low, we don't feel like we have anything to impact, uh, worth impacting people outside of our culture. But this gospel I preach is for every man. Every white man in the city ought to be listening. Every Latino ought to be listening. Every black, every Spanish, listen, every German, every, what, everybody, they should be listening. The gospel is colorblind. And if you don't preach a colorblind gospel, you're not preaching the gospel. Jesus didn't die for you, he died for the world. world he died for, whoever believes in him shall not perish. But he didn't say he died for you, he died for the world. And if you're in the world and you accept that he died for you, then you shall be saved. Stay tuned for more from the Kingdom Voice. We'll be right back after this. Russia is on the move. Europe is burning. Natural disasters are striking and global health scares are plaguing the world. Everyone wonders why and how, but where are the answers? As ancient prophecy unfolds before our very eyes, two questions remain. Is this the end? And if so, are we ready for it? Trained kingdom scholar and eschatologist Dr. Dana Carson provides in his latest work, Dispensation 7, Is This the End? An Undiluted Examination of History and a Critical Look at the Evolution of the Church. This book is the answer for those seeking to accurately interpret the dangers that are currently being experienced around the world. This book will answer your most heartfelt questions and how to prepare for Christ's second coming. Purchase your copy now at drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org. Or call us today at 281-824-4190. That's 281-824-4190. The Kingdom Summit Conference and Symposium hosted by Dr. Dana Carson is a time to hear from world-renowned scholars on the Kingdom of God and its relevance today. If you are someone who desires to be used by God, the Kingdom Summit Conference and Symposium is for you. Join us from November 2nd through the 6th and uncover deep insights about the Kingdom of God. Register today at drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org. Now, back to this life-changing message from the Kingdom Voice. Cain can't just accept he don't measure up in his giving. So now, he's got to justify himself by putting somebody else down. Now, he can't call Abel a fool, giving all this money to that church. He's just a fool. I ain't going to tell you what kind of adjective I would say. Uh, but he's just a fool giving all this money to that church and, and God and all that. We know all this stuff we need doing our own personal life. He's just a fool. So he couldn't move Abel like that because Abel wouldn't have paid attention to his foolishness because Abel kept bringing his offerings and kept getting the smoke. Cain's, his stuff stayed right there. Never moved. So now... 
He's angry. The text suggests that he's two things, angry and depressed. So he's angry. The Hebrew word karah, it means to become hot. It means to be kindled, excited. Now, it has to do, Hebrew is a very picturesque language. So the anger has to do with the nostrils flaring. So he's hot. Why you hot? I'm hot because I gave God some of what took me. I had to pick that. I worked for that. And he didn't take it. But he is Cain. He is Abel. He took his stuff. I'm hot. He's angry. So the Bible says his countenance fell. Panim the fall. Panim face. His face, his face collapsed. His face dropped. So, which meant his nonverbals look funky. You know, you can tell when something's wrong with people. People can't tell when something's wrong with them. You can tell. I can tell when people ain't right. Because they smile is like this. And they think they, they think they smile is normal. Oh, you ain't right. You ain't right. See, Abel needed my discernment because I'd have discerned him and I wouldn't have went nowhere with him because <laughs> it was on his nonverbals. Now, God then comes to him and asks him the question, where is your brother? He lies, says, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? See, when you're a goat, you act goatish. See, you want to know, see, God didn't accept Cain's offering because of Cain, which means you can't buy God's acceptance. You got to be different. God's trying to change you on the inside. Now watch this. God says, where's your brother? He said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? But you know, before then, before he asked him, he was like, what's, what's, why are you looking like that? Why, why are you like that? And he said, well, ain't nothing. It's all good. It's all good. I'm good. I'm fine. Oh, ain't no problem. Are you not going to give? No, I'm going I'm to I'm give some more. I'm, yeah, I'm good, God. I'm good. And God says, listen, sin is crouching at your door. Which means God says, if you don't deal with your anger, if you don't deal with your depression, if you don't deal with your misaligned emotions, Satan going to take you out. This is what, so God tries to give him a warning. But he's so gone over his offering 
and what God accepted from Abel and rejected from him that he's not even sensitive to the voice of God. I've learned that when people are gone, God couldn't talk to Cain and we can't talk to a goat. So when a goat is gone, a goat is gone. You can't, you can't touch him. God, God warned him personally. He said, you better get this together. It's all on your face. It's all, look to your neighbor and say, it's all on your face. It's all. Listen, so God says, sin's crouching at your door. If you don't watch yourself, Satan going to get you. God is telling him. He's saying the evil one is on you now. When you don't reverence God in your offering, the evil one is on you. Well, I don't believe in all that, huh? It wasn't even a law then. It was just the innate thing to do when you realize who God is. Now watch this. So then the reaction. Say, Cain did not subdue his primitive passions by the act of the will. Instead, he let them control him. And he told his brother, come here. Can you imagine how this is? Come here, bro. Come here, brother. Every time he praises, the Shekinah glory come on him. Every time he pray for people, they seem to get healed. Every time, you know, he go to church, the pastor called his name out. He's always doing something right. Seems like he's always referenced. Cain is looking at it, who's never gets the favor, never gets the smoke. But God's still talking to him. But the voice of God doesn't matter because what I want is the smoke. I don't want your voice. So, so Cain goes and gets Abel and say, Come here, hey brother, how are you doing? Come here, man. Man. Man, you do so good in those offerings you give God. Man, that smoke be going up. And man, I see it go up all the time. And I say, oh, what a feeling. I say, my, my little brother, my little brother has won the heart of God. Oh, man, I'm so proud of you, so proud of you. Let's keep on going a little further. Let's, let's keep on going. Man. I'm so, and out of nowhere, he gets a rock, a brick, or something. Bust him upside the head. Yeah. Kills him. There he is. Now, I want you to understand. I want you to understand how powerful this is. There he is, blood coming out of him. He's not moving. He's dead. And humanity has never ever seen it before. So this is the first time we've experienced human death. And he's dead and has no remorse. So God says, where's your brother? I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Now let's see who offering you're going to take. 
I killed the standard, so now the only offering you got to take is the substandard. See, people that don't give like to attack people that give because if they can stop you from giving, then they kill the standard. But the Bible said because of his giving, his voice continued to speak from the dead. <clears throat> See, when you give and you sow and you sacrifice, your voice still speaks. Abel is recognized in the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter and the 4th verse. And it says his voice still speaks. Why? Because of his sacrifice. Wow, that was a powerful word today. Truly a life-changing word. Such an amazing word, babe. I couldn't have said it better. Our apostle, Dr. Dana Carson, preached an amazing word. And I know you're feeling a tug on your heart right now. And that feeling, that's the Holy Spirit. I'm Elder James E. Hedibow, and this is my wife, Brittany. And we're here to help you take that next step in receiving a relationship with Christ. That tugging, the Holy Spirit, desires to have a relationship with you. And so if you would, and you want to be saved, and you want to know what I need to do next, say this prayer after me, and let's accept Jesus into our lives. Dear Jesus, I believe that I'm a sinner in need of grace. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, and I just ask now, Lord, that you forgive me for my sins. Lord, all that I am, all that I'm not, I give to you. Please, Lord, fill me with the power of your Holy Spirit. Lead me, Lord. Be ruler and reigner of my life. I pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. If you just said that prayer, congratulations. You are now born again and welcome into the kingdom and into a relationship with Christ. Amen. And the angels in heaven are rejoicing. Yeah. This next step is just as important. Make sure you join us at therockwi.com and get connected because that next step of getting filled with the word continuously will keep you. Make sure you do that today. Congratulations and welcome to The Rock. Thank you for listening to the kingdom teaching of Dr. Dana Carson. If you would like to hear this message in its entirety, visit drdanacarson.org slash TV. For more kingdom teachings and transformational messages, subscribe to our YouTube page at Dr. Dana Carson. Hello, I'm Dr. Dana Carson, affectionately known as the Kingdom Voice and senior leader of the Rock World Outreach International. I would like to invite you to an extraordinary worship experience with God every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at 4101 Broadway Street in Houston, Texas. You will experience powerful praise and worship, a friendly atmosphere, ministry for the entire family, and a life-changing word that will draw you closer to God. Then on Sunday night at 6 p.m., join us for our Signs and Wonders Miracle Service at our Edgebrook campus located at 9321 Edgebrook. If you're in need of a miracle or breakthrough in your life, The Rock is the place to be Sundays at 6 p.m. Lastly, find me every Wednesday 
at 7 p.m. as we understand the Bible with Dr. Dana Carson. In this Bible study, you will discover a greater understanding of scriptures and how they apply to your life. If you're not in Houston or the Houston area, you still can connect with us online through YouTube, Facebook, or our website at therockwoi.com. Get ready to experience the power of the kingdom. And I look forward to worshiping with you. Russia is on the move. Europe is burning. Natural disasters are striking and global health scares are plaguing the world. Everyone wonders why and how, but where are the answers? As ancient prophecy unfolds before our very eyes, two questions remain. Is this the end? And if so, are we ready for it? Trained kingdom scholar and eschatologist Dr. Dana Carson provides in his latest work, Dispensation 7, Is This the End? An undiluted examination of history and a critical look at the evolution of the church. This book is the answer for those seeking to accurately interpret the dangers that are currently being experienced around the world. This book will answer your most heartfelt questions and how to prepare for Christ's second coming. Purchase your copy now at drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org. Or call us today at 281-824-4190. That's 281-824-4190. The Kingdom Theological Seminary offers a quality yet affordable theological education for those seeking to increase their kingdom biblical knowledge. A recent survey revealed a widespread confusion about the Bible's teachings and a drift away from biblical truths. In America's secular culture, studying the truth of God is no longer relevant and some believe it should be relegated to the educational systems. In order for people to become eternally significant, one must know, learn, and understand the Bible and how it relates to them in a 21st century culture. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is designed with this in mind. At KTS, kingdom-minded leaders and laymen will become a part of a kingdom movement that is training and equipping people through the Word of God void of the Romanization, Europeanization, colonization, westernization, and Americanization of the gospel. KTS is a hybrid learning experience with online classes with a focus on kingdom and Pentecostal studies, as well as special weekend activities and classes to meet the needs of busy students from around the world. The master and doctoral programs at the Kingdom Theological Seminary are unique and diverse programs designed to prepare and equip you for various aspects of 21st century kingdom ministry. The hybrid approach to seminary gives us the opportunity to have various professors from around the world, such as Dr. Trevor Grizzle, Dr. Brad Young, Dr. Joseph Walker, and more teaching and equipping you with a top shelf understanding of scripture. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is the seminary of the future and is preparing kingdom leaders for 21st century ministry. Find out more at ktseminary.com and prepare to expand your biblical understanding. Visit ktseminary.com. The Kingdom Summit Conference and Symposium hosted by Dr. Dana Carson is a time to hear from world-renowned scholars on the Kingdom of God and its relevance today. If you are someone who desires to be used by God, the Kingdom Summit Conference and Symposium is for you. Join us from November 2nd through the 6th and uncover deep insights about the kingdom of God. Register today at drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org.
The preceding broadcast has been brought to you by DCKM Partners, helping people to know God, make Him known to others, and spread the kingdom message around the world. Find out more at drdanacarson.org. DCKM, Dana Carson, Kingdom Ministries.